millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, hustlers. We know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you, introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute routing in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. The Hustle Share Podcast is brought to you by Payoneer, a digital payment platform that provides online money transfer with its fast, flexible, secure, and low-cost solution. Businesses across the world can pay and get paid globally. Visit Payoneer.com now. Also by Caliber. It's the easiest, most convenient way to get hired. Caliber Tailor fits the perfect job for you based on your unique skills. Hire the best people for your company at www.caliber.com and use the promo code HUSTLESHARE. Caliber, where jobs find you. And ChatbotPH. Save time and effort for your business. Automate how your team does customer service, marketing, and key redundant processes. All by using a chatbot. Invest in your own chatbot now and use AI to run your business. Go to www.chatbot.ph. Don't solve for a problem that you don't have yet because you can't afford to as a startup. Like, and uh, for us, we were always solving for growth and retention. Welcome to Hustle Share, the podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now, here's your host, Ronster Bait Young. Welcome to episode 60 of the Hustle Share Podcast. My name is Ronster, and I'm your host. And this episode is powered by Payoneer, a digital payment platform that provides online money transfer, empowering businesses around the world to grow globally. 
We are a proud affiliate of Podcast Network Asia, but before we begin, we'd like to remind you that this podcast contains adult language, so make sure there are no kids when you're listening to this. Because today, we're going to be talking to an amazing couple that has just raised $6 million as a Series A for their startup called Sprout. And today, joining us would be Patrick and Alex Gentry of Sprout Solutions. And this is going to be an inspiring episode because they will share their humble beginnings and how they started out individually that eventually contributed to getting the experience that they needed to put up Sprout. And also, Patrick will share how Sprout started out as an internal product they use in his other company, KMC Solutions. And then Patrick and Alex will share how they eventually worked together and why they had to go to Silicon Valley to get the mentoring that they needed to make Sprout the product that it is today. And stick around till the end because they will share key tips on how you can raise for your startup, how you can create amazing team culture, and how you can create a great SaaS enterprise product. So if you're ready to learn the hustle behind Sprout Solutions, let's begin this episode right now. Welcome to the latest episode of the Hustle Share Podcast. We are with the newly funded, they're no longer just plants. They're not just plants. <laughs> they're fully grown plants, you know? And that's what it is. And again, as I mentioned in the intro, um, we'll be having an amazing couple that has created such a great tree of, <laughs> of, of, of a startup. So welcome to the show, Patrick and Alex Gentry of Sprout. Hello. Thanks. Thanks, Yay. Ron. Okay, so we have a... Audience, those are the trees that actually nice. want to say thank you to you. Okay, so just like what I, I always do, um, Patrick and um, Alex, what's your hustle? So, uh, what's your hustle, Patrick? What is there my you hustle? Go. So, we're, <laughs> we're uh, right now we're focused on solving problems in the Philippines. Okay. Ultimately, that's my hustle. That. When you say problems, because there's a bevy of problems in this yeah. fucking country sometimes, yeah. you know. Yeah. But what do you, what problems are you specifically solving? What problems are we specifically solving right now? Is okay, right yeah. now. Yeah. All right, yeah. we can yeah. talk about the future <laughs> shit later the future. on, but you know, yeah, Alex is good for the right now. So. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> By the way, we can cuss here, so we good. Okay, just don't, okay, just don't okay, make okay, the kids okay. listen. So that's what yeah. it is. Right. Yeah. Well, Sprout is really aimed at solving right now um, HR and payroll issues that are you know very nuanced to the local market, which is the biggest problem. Yes, it's very yeah. ever. Oh my God, it's not even funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, we say that we really do three things well okay. the first one is um, 201 employee 201 profile management mm-hmm. uh, so you know taking taking processes from paper all the way to digital um, second is uh, timekeeping Yes. Yes. Which is fucking very assholes hard. don't <laughs> fucking log in and cheat the system all the time. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. And right? In, you know, in this country, it's it's kind of crazy because there are thirty two different permutations in terms of um, your time. Meaning, what? Yeah. There's. I don't like, know this. Yeah. There's like legal Late? holiday. Uh, there's double holiday. Double holiday there's holiday. night differential. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, 32? Thirty yeah. two. Thirty two different. This is aside from people coming in late. Yes. Oh that's yeah. Aside that's just from oh that my action, god. Yeah. And the paluso. 
lot. Yeah, it's very, yeah. it's uh, very hard. This is like oh so. Imagine it, in a single shift, an employee's pay rate may change like four times, and, and they fucking dispute it. Like, dude, you're fucking late. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. <laughs> no, to the centavo. To the, to the centavo. centavo. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, and then the third one is government compliance. Got it. Yeah. So every payout, you know, a company, no matter how small or big, needs to report and pay to four different agencies. Yeah, so it's yeah. VAR, mm-hmm. SS, PhilHealth, and Pagibig. The premiums, which yeah. is technically. Yes. Uh, must have if you're employing people. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the moment you're employing, yeah. Right. Unless you're like doing freelancers, but that's a totally different thing. That's on their own that they have to do that. Yes, they have to do it themselves. All right. Now, before we get carried away, I need to go back and step back when you were just a baby seed like a mongo. (laughs) Right? Uh, and how you guys started out. But before that, I'm pretty sure you guys had separate hustles back growing up. Were there any inclinations that you guys remember of you putting up your own entre- or your startup or uh, to become an entrepreneur growing up. Mm. Uh, I mean, you, you, all, you all started differently, but eventually yeah. you came to laugh. Yeah, <laughs> and then you, how did, but how did that start for you? Let's start with you, Alex. Yeah, okay. So growing up, actually, I wasn't an entrepreneur growing up. Okay. Uh, never sold anything, okay. never bought anything, didn't mm. make ice candy and, okay. and kind of sell it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. But, right. yeah, but... Maybe oh, I've, I've always been kind of a reluctant leader. Like, you know mm. how in school, like, they vote you to become president or vice uh, president or all of those like things. Jan Snow. Yeah, yeah. I kind of hated it, but, uh, but, <laughs> yeah. but did She's it. the Jon Snow. Yeah, right? Jon Snow, that person, I'll get stabbed. <laughs> no, I got to kill this the, the queen. This is the female Jon Snow right <laughs> I here. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take it. Joanne Snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, but um, I think uh, as far as selling things and doing all of that, that really came afterwards. Got after it. university. All right, and what for for you, Patrick? You mm. studied in the in BC, mm. Vance, Van City, right. near Van City, yeah, of course. That's right. Um, until you went, lost your Grizzlies, love that and city. Went to the Memphis, but um, <laughs> how, what was it like growing up for you? Um, any inclinations that you thought? Because <laughs> like I was growing up, I was a total idiot. Like, you yeah. know, I was a class clown. Got in trouble yeah. for making fun of my teachers a lot. But for you, how was that like? <laughs> so I'll I'll share something that's. That's that I don't talk about much, I guess. There but you like, go. So growing up, I was a I was a weird kid. Okay, um, we're all weird at one point. <laughs> yeah. it's okay, it's a safe space. I love okay. I love snakes. nobody's listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. This is so funny because, uh, so I love snakes. Like I, okay. I love snakes, and I collected them. No way. Yeah, and so what I what I actually ended up doing was I would um, collect snakes and buy snakes and then breed them. They would breed and then. And then I would sell the, would sell the babies what? to the pet stores. At what age? So that was what like age? my hustle when I was like, I don't know, seven, eight, nine, Dude. ten, eleven. Yeah. I learned about genetics. Like my dad taught me Mendelian genetics for how to breed different types of corn snakes. And wow! Like, it was like, are they venomous? Some of them? Oh no, no, no okay. venomous snakes. These are all like constrictors. Yeah, yeah. constrictors. Yeah, I know right. my wow. snake wow. game. Very nice. <laughs> Yeah, so like right. I had maybe like the weirdest hustle for an eight-year-old wow. that you could have. It's <laughs> good that you didn't call it Snake Solutions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. seriously. Right. It was so funny because there's this story that his mom shared with me that right. before, like right when he could walk, okay. they found him with a sna- holding up a snake like this saying, Mommy, look what I have. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like at like, two years old. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. Wow. Like, like snakes. I remember, like my friends would call me if they found a snake at their house. My mom would drive me over and I would catch it. 
Pretty sure you yeah. got Jake and the Snake stuff ah, going on. Yeah, pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> but right. I like it. It's, it's cool. It's fun. That's I guess awesome. those were the f- first things you sold, huh? Yeah. Snakes, yeah. But what thing. I see here is not just that. This this is now your your inclination towards risk. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. normal kids ain't got shit to do with snakes. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. They can't even touch their yeah. poo sometimes. Right? You know? <laughs> yeah. Diaper yeah. work. Right? Yeah. But you're ta- you're grabbing up snakes at a two-year-old. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, sometimes you're, you just have that DNA. Hmm. All right, I have a question. Um, university, what's your first hustle that you guys did that you know let gave you sufficient experience that hmm. you know contributed to what you guys do now? Mm-hmm. Okay, you first. So me, so uh, I think like growing up, I was uh, very much. I was like really charismatic and right, there you um, go. Kind of like a, a salesman. There you go. A used uh, car salesman. Like a used car salesman <laughs> type, maybe. My parents my parents would say that. You, you would you be go. a good used car salesman. All so right. kind this of a is charmer. a nice beamer right here. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's yeah. a fixer-upper, but you, you deserve this. Uh, you deserve this. It's perfect for you. Really. <laughs> uh, so, so after university, I got a job that was like very, very far from that. So I think okay. it, was, it really had a big impact on me because it... It helped me grow my weak, my weaker areas. Okay. And um, what was it? So I was, uh, I was in a tech startup, uh, and I was actually maybe I should. Uh, the, yeah, just say whatever sh- you can. I had a short job right after university, but shocking fish in streams right. in Canada. But very quickly okay. went into tech. Okay. And I think that's what really shaped me a lot. I, so I was a project manager. A I worked, project manager. So we call it project manager, but this is like. Before product management got really big, so I correct. was kind of effectively a product manager. Correct, correct. Um, because that was a general with, term. I'm like right correct. now, I was hiring for a product manager, mm-hmm. That's right. but since that does not exist here, right. yeah. but the title will always be project <laughs> yes. manager. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but during the interview, like, nope, you're not going to be a project manager. You're yeah. going to be a product manager. Yeah. That's right. Right. So, so as a yeah, product manager, what did you do? So I would work with. Um, engineers, instructional designers, Got subject it. matter experts, mm-hmm. and kind of put all of these pieces together to build these um, SaaS solutions for wow. big companies in the in in the U.S. like wow. Microsoft, Cisco. Um, what? That's yeah, crazy! These, guys, these big guys. And you're based out of Canada. That, that was that was I was based out of Canada, but working for a, a, a Pleasanton startup, like a Silicon Valley startup. Got it. All yeah. right, awesome. So and then that, that's a lot of that hustle is very unique. I've had a product manager here before, a Filipino one who works in LinkedIn, mm-hmm. and um, she taught us about uh, you know how different it is from a project manager, right? Because you technically, yeah. as a product manager, you have Product ownership. Yeah, that's right. You know, you're not just like, okay, I'm just putting all these things. You scrum this, this is your sprint, whatever. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. You have equity in that, mm-hmm. technically. Right? Super. It's like it's the success or failure of that is your deal. Yeah. And sure. your neck is on the line. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> all right. How did you uh, you utilize that to, uh, to again, how you kind of run your whole team now, looking at that experience? So I think that. That job really helped me hone my, you know, attention to detail, focus, um, ability to interface with a lot of different groups, which yes. I think you have to have as a as a CEO. Absolutely. Um, so devs work differently. They yeah. have different. Mm-hmm. You, they have different buttons. Yeah. So Sales. That was actually a big one. So I, right. I worked a lot with engineers in that job, and. 
just like knowing how engineers work right. is incredibly important. If you're Alex Alabiso is very demanding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know Alex, huh? Okay. Yeah. yeah so no, you know. I, I'll, um, Alex is a very big part of my life, actually. Oh, uh, cool. I'll, I'll tell you why later on. Mm, yeah. Why okay. he's a very big part because he was key to me bouncing back from the mm. fuck up that I made. Nice. Okay. Uh, I'm a kickstart alum yeah. too. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I know. Yes. I know. Chatbot, yeah. right? No, that oh, was the one my before guestless party file. Uh, yes, I'm no longer in the tarpaulins. Okay, I'm buried deep. In, I'm, I'm I'm in the skeletons at the back. <laughs> That's fine. All right, but for you, Alex, yeah. uh, what what was your experiences like uh, here uh, that you, that you that that contributed to how you guys yeah. do your hustle here and right now? Yeah. So after university, I went to I went to UP. Okay. Um, after having graduated, actually while I was still in school, okay. um, I was in a coffee shop and I saw a magazine. It was called The Reviewer. Okay. Um, Philippine made. Okay. And I was looking at it and I, I read the, I read some pages and I was like, dude, I want to work for this company because it's like an alternative kind of magazine nice. um, compared to like your Cosmos and whatever. It's right, like the Rolling right. Stones of the Philippines? No, no. It was uh. actually more like consumer reports, but more literary, mm, you know? Got um, it. And then, so I interviewed with them, and then that started my media career. I was in media for eight years. What? Yeah. You're in media, but again, yeah. the hustle there is yeah. you have to have oh. people fucking skills. Oh, dude, yeah. it was crazy. Because it was a startup. Um, I was okay. maybe employee number eight. Um, and I did everything from sales. I started up the marketing team, and then I did custom publishing. Crazy stuff. And then I ended up um, as the group publisher. Wow. Then we, that little company was bought by the Inquirer. Later on, we became Hinge Inquirer. Wow, yeah. that is amazing. Yeah. So you've seen an exit from the get-go. Correct. Right. Um, it was hard, you know, a lot of change management, yep. a lot of all that stuff. But I think what I realized later on was that as a group publisher, it's almost like what I was doing in Sprout. I didn't really know what I was doing right. in Sprout for a while. I mean, mm. I... I then I found out, oh, it's really, I was in product. I was a product manager. Yeah. And like the skill set of a group publisher, yeah. which is really knowing your business from beginning to end in right. terms of you know, what, what titles you had is mm -hmm. kind of the same um, in yeah. product management. And so I think that, that, that really kind of led me to where, to where I am in Sprout. Okay, now before we take our first break, how did Sprout? Because you, you saw in Patrick's profile here in LinkedIn, mm. um, you said you also did KMC mm -hmm. yeah. as a shareholder. Mm -hmm. How did you eventually first move here to the Philippines and how did you find sure. and of course find your wife yeah, that's in a the good Philippines? Story. <laughs> there that's, you go. that's another good story. Okay. Uh, so uh, I moved to the Philippines in June 2008. So okay. I've been here 11 years. Wow. Um, yeah, a long time now. Oh, there are. Power. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I can really. I'm the best of all the foreigners in Sprout. I, I have that title. We have Alex, like you gotta foreigners. catch up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Alex A, I'm calling him out uh, yeah. on here. <laughs> Ain't nobody <laughs> going to Philly, bro. Yeah. You're going back to Philly? You're getting uh, loose with the Tagalog game, bro. Because, you know, to be honest, it's, a, it's now a dispute in, in Sprout who's it's better, a, yeah, whether it's, it's Alex A or me. Because he's really good, actually. He's yeah. really good in Tagalog. So I just said that. It's I've just funny. said, I've it implied like, that I'm really good. When he, he does Tagalog, it feels like, oh, dude, it's like Rocky or Danny DeVito speaking Tagalog. <laughs> yeah, because he, yeah, he has maybe. a Philly swag, he does. right? He does. So, 
He does. Okay, so so I came here in June 2008. Um, I was invited by uh, a guy that I grew up with, actually, Mike McCullough. Oh, yeah. okay. Now, um, Mike, this is all before KMC, but when I first came here, I lived with Mike. And uh, actually, Mike, Greg, Greg Kittleson, and I, we all lived in this apartment together. Wow. But originally, Patrick came with a backpack to stay Mm. for two months, to travel the country for two months, and then he literally never left. Yeah. Wow. So they sucked you right in. 11 years. Yeah. Wow. Here I am 11 years later. <laughs> right. And the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> but what, there's a certain charm there. Why didn't you leave? What What did you find um, here that was so irresistible? You know, I tell people, like, I've, I really fell in love with the country. And I, that's, that's what happened. I mean, okay. like, everything from uh, being able to, like, so in the early, it's funny because I went through, like, you go through this evolution as a foreigner. Of course. So in the first, like, Four months, I would say. I was at Barakay probably every other weekend. Wow. Just like going there a lot. And I would mm. go there Friday after work and I would come back Sunday night or Monday morning and wow. that would be my week. And I would be like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm living in a place where I can sit on a white sand beach. Yeah. Like and bounce back and forth. For the weekend. Right. And then wow. go back to work on Monday. Like this is amazing. Like it yeah. was just kind of mind blowing. And then, right. um, And then after that, I started getting involved with KMC and then getting involved in business here. And then my brain was just exploding with all of these things, like all of these pain points. Um, And, you know, these pain points are all, every pain point is an opportunity. So in a developing country like the Philippines, most especially one that's on a track that's so steep like the Philippines is, Mm -hmm. it's exciting because it's like, man... He, the GDP is growing at six or seven percent a year for years and years on end. Yeah. Um, there's all considering these pain points, all we these have fuck to ups a lot. Too. <laughs> we're so, again, we're handicapping ourselves mm-hmm. a lot, yeah. you know, yeah. but we're still growing. Yeah, right. super growing, and, and so it's exciting. So that was super super exciting. Uh, I got into business with Mike and Greg mm-hmm. um, as we were forming that idea of KMC. So. Okay. Mike is is really a serial entrepreneur. Actually, you should interview right. him. He's he's oh, there. Really oh. a serial. What up, Mike? If you're listening, to you got this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Mike would put up a website. We would run SEO on it, and then mm-hmm. see what the response was. And if yeah. the response was really good, we would kind of take it further. But yeah. one of those websites was Manila Office Space. Nice. Uh, and Manila Office Space was the precursor of KM. Like Manila Office Space would eventually become got KMC. It. So. So I got to see that and participate in that from from pre from idea stage, um, yeah. and then it was in KMC where uh, we had taken the business from office space uh, brokerage to service office to staff leasing. Got it. And the staff leasing is like really HR intensive business, okay. and we were struggling with these HR problems, and we said, you know what, let's just. We looked at the market. We didn't like the solutions we saw in 2010. Yep. <laughs> and we said, let's just build our own thing. What were those um, problems? Because again, coming from, we have a common denominator mm-hmm. all the time. And again, there's always prehistoric solutions yeah. mm-hmm. being right. applied to modern problems. Right. You know, And people are like, ah, it may work. Just add more shit and whatnot. It's mm-hmm. just like a fucking band-aid on band-aid on Super. band-aid. Man, right? the, we, we had somebody try and sell us a software on a CD in 2010 <laughs> for, to handle our HR. <laughs> So we're like, no. What? They no. were so confused because they, they saw that the payroll people were rendering overtime like for day, like four or five days, twice yeah. a month. Like, what's going on? Like and the, then, like, yeah. And like then the they fir- found out, yeah. The first time the, the payroll people told me that, uh, well, we, we line up 
to file paperwork to four different agencies yeah, yeah. every time we process payroll. Yeah. So it's eight times a month. I was like, I, I thought they, I didn't think they were telling that. I was like, no, seriously, are you sure? Yeah. Like, really? Is yeah. this for real? Like, it was kind what of mind blowing to me. They are saints yeah. and martyrs yeah. for doing Super. that Super. twice a month. Yeah, yeah, twice a month. But oh that was just, God. that's what just, eight, that's eight what you filings. needed to do, right? Yeah. I mean, God. that's what was expected. Yeah. So, we, so that's what we did. We just solved our problem. And then for a long time, this is 2010, for yeah. a long time it was just uh, this tool that we had inside KMC. We called it Payroll Pie, which is. Payroll Pie. Yeah, just American hor- Pie. Horrible name. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid name. Okay. Okay. Uh, and, and we just solved our problems. And then that was. And then 2014, I got a lot more involved in okay. the day to day operations of KMC. Got it. And, and then. I started looking closer at the software as, as part of my role there, and I was okay. like, you know, let's. I think I think other companies could use this, awesome. and that's when we 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 ended up incorporating Sprout in 2015, uh, and took it to the market. And then mm-hmm. Alex, I, I incorporated Sprout in May of 2015, and I was already bringing a lot of work home to Alex. Right. And she didn't have a choice. Pro bono. It's all pro bono. Right. Pro bono. Mm-hmm. Finally, she said, "Okay, no more pro bono." <laughs> <laughs> but all like, right. like we know, like I'm American. We don't we don't start businesses with our spouses. I mean, that's True. like not yeah, no, it's not, not like, in the U.S. Yeah. That's rare, right? Not yeah, like in the Philippines. yeah. Unless you're an immigrant, like a first yeah. generation. Sure. I've seen that yeah, happen. Yeah. Starting a mom, mom and pop. Yeah, yeah, mom and pop shop. Yeah. But Alex and I were were very. Um, we were both on super on the same page. We're yeah. on the same page about most yeah. things. So we'll talk about that and how you make this dynamic work. Sure. Okay. Well, let's take our first break. And when we come sure. back, let's talk about the hustle more as Sprout Solutions has now come to a real Sprout. There's now a toge, <laughs> right? From a mongo, it's a toge. All right, well, let's yes. talk about that more after the break. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact 24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate their growth. Submit your pitch to Impact 24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch at SASCON PH, the country's biggest SAS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at saschallenge.ph that's sasschallenge.ph. And good luck, and I'll see you guys in Impact 24.
And we're back from the break. We're still with the non-mom and pop shop because they click and they have systems. <laughs> and they're able to raise $6 million. Mom and pops can rarely do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Unless you go to Shark Tank and you get sharked out by Mr. Wonderful. Yeah, that's, that's what right. they do. Right. But okay. Um, guys, I want to ask you. So you started bringing uh, work home to Alex. Mm-hmm. How did you decide? Were you running side hustle at the same time? Because... It's scary if both your main hustle Correct. is the same thing. Correct. And you rely on it. If right. that falls, shit right. will hit the fan hard. How yeah. did this yeah. work? Yeah, so, you know, I was... Actually, I was already in software then. So uh, from media, I transitioned to software. Right. Okay. Um, Which is like a perfect stepping stone to Sprout. Super. It was Got a it. small company called Superium, um, okay. founded by John Lauer, ex-Microsoft. Oh, wow. Report, who was reporting at one point to Bill Gates. And then no Steve way. Yeah. What? That's so, crazy. Yeah, so I really, he was a re- really, really good mentor for me. Yep, yep. Um, so at that point in time, I was in Superium uh, doing a lot of UX work. Um, ah. Yes, and, and then, the creative juices from the ma- the media side. Yeah, yeah perfect application. Correct, to that. and also like operations because I was employee number one nice. of that company. Um, and then actually, at we were having our second child, so I was okay. pregnant with our second child. Okay. Um, and I had decided we had both decided that if I was ever gonna be a stay-at-home mom and wife, this was the time to do it. I mean, oh. even though it broke my heart because I really loved my job. Yeah. And so I was a stay-at-home mom and wife for all of maybe two days. <laughs> and then <laughs> Patrick, and then got guy, Patrick <laughs> all of a sudden was just like, hey, I was pregnant. And it was then, like a little bait and switch. Yeah. He would be like, oh, so how do we do this? And I, was, I found myself like, Pregnant and really like sketching in the middle of the night, all that's of right. these wow. things. Mock-ups, yeah. Slick trick. That's what. It is. <laughs> yeah, Sprout. that's right. Yeah. And wow. then, yeah, and then actually, Sprout was incorporated the same month that our second child was born. Wow. Um, oh, yeah. go, good thing you didn't do a switch up. Oh, I learned. I named my child Sprout Inc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, right. And then, and then later, I yeah, I joined full time. So. Okay. Yeah, I had very like big reservations around that initially, mm-hmm. but over the kind of like the trial period that we were doing, we we already knew that we work well together. So I think nice. one advantage that we have is that we really think alike in a That's lot of rare. things. Yeah. In a lot of things, That's like maybe rare. I want to say ninety eight percent of the time, if you ask him one thing and you ask me the same thing, we would have the same answer. Wow. Um, wow. Well, Alex isn't a I'm super like girly girl. So it's what? easy. It's easier. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. To connect oh, with you it. better get this right. You're gonna be in trouble know, tonight, bro. That's right. <laughs> in trouble with all the other people, okay. all the other girls. No, but there, again, I, I like what you guys are so chill with each other <laughs> because I see a lot of guys behave differently uh, yeah. when they, the the girl gives them the eyes. Like, oh shit! That's yeah, right. see, like, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. You, I don't get the eyes. You. She doesn't. She doesn't give the eyes. I get the eye a lot. <laughs> just like, oh my god, I'm gonna cave in. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, it's easy for us to talk to each other and be right. and be honest with each other. And I think also, like we've gone through crazy things in Sprout, but before we started it, we had maybe our biggest feat yet, our most intense time together which yet, was? which was the birth of our children. Kay. So. 
Colin, our firstborn, was born naturally. Okay. And he was my birth coach. Patrick was birth my coach. doula. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Not doula. Yeah. Birth coach. Birth coach. Okay. Birth I'm a coach. Yeah. Okay. coach. So that was something that you know came with a lot of preparation <laughs> and a so lot of intensity. So imagine natural birth. Like, so no drugs. Nothing. No epidural. Zero. Nothing. Nothing. No, nothing Not like even that. a... Nothing. 100% natural. Not wow. even an IV. Just like 13 hours of labor... Dude, Super are you intense, kidding me? Like eyes locked. Eyes locked. Like breathing like, together. <laughs> yeah, breathing together through Lamaze, wow. you know, the whole Lamaze Bradley method. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's that super intense. Amazing. Super and you intense. know, I, I always kept on telling him, you know, the success of this natural birth really is 50% on him. Absolutely. It's, true. it's a partnership. Yeah. 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 It's true. Like if right. you don't have a good coach, if you don't have a good dynamic, mm. it won't work. Dude, I'm constipated and I need I need a coach. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Bro, like I I need Push. help. <laughs> this is taking forever. I'm here. I've been here for an hour now. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So I think that I mean it's weird. It's very different from business, but yeah. I think like the amount of trust oh, the and chemistry. the amount of communication. Oh my god! And just like yeah. the partnership. Like I think couple dynamics can be like passion and hot cold da, 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 or they can be very much like lock and key like kind of partnerships and it's we just amazing. we have that dynamic I've never seen this before this is this is like <laughs> very refreshing and I know I'm not I'm not shitting you mm. I've had couples here but most of the time they have stark differences mm. and there's still a lot of they're still figuring out despite of their relationship being there for the longest time mm. the 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 dynamic of how they work together mm-hmm. is a totally yeah. different ball game yeah and of course there's all Always gray area, so yeah. you know whatever the problem at home is, yeah. it gets carried no, over. Yeah. Well, exactly, that's yeah. the whole danger, and we we super wanted to avoid that, and so we were very cautious about getting into business together. Correct. Yeah. And like, so Alex was working at home, I was bringing work home, and then she started coming to the office like a few hours a day, right? And then very quickly, from a few hours, it was half a day, and then like, and then oh, full she, time. And she's I was here. Like, All right, you know what? Let's just make it official in yeah. a matter of like. Th- Four, three or four months yeah. from founding, uh, Alex was co-founder. Nah. But how was it? Because this again scary that you go both both rely on the same source mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. income. Okay. Did you have side hustles to make this work? Because of course there's some funding. Fine. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Yes. But it's scary, dude. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I took a eighty percent pay cut or ninety percent pay cut. A, I took a huge pay cut. Yeah, too. Sure, wow. you too. Both yeah. of us. Both how of did us. you make ends meet? Um, we had savings, oh, and we <laughs> we live very pretty simply. Okay, yeah, I wasn't going to bracket. We weren't going to bracket <laughs> no, every no Lambos. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. All right, yeah. the smungo and toge. Uh-huh. All right, yes, yes. Yes. but yeah. yeah, it's a huge risk tolerance thing. I, both of yeah. us are are pretty risk tolerant. Wow. Um, so I think if we weren't, if one of us were, was super risk averse, for sure we never would have. Correct. Because that's like, already a, a no deal right yeah, there. Super. Yeah. 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 Although in degrees too, of course he's a little bit more tolerant than I am. Hey, that 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 uh, gene of risk tolerance is is rare as well. Mm. Yeah. But to get it on the same wavelength Mm-mm. where it mm-hmm. matches the same time, well, yeah. you're really Filipino. Get already, uh-uh. bro. That is awesome. <laughs> That's like a, a Filipino already. Yeah. So okay, last uh, next question. 
how did you grow the product? How did you build the team from that point on? Because mm-hmm. this is one of the most important things. And I recall one guy that's so noisy that joined your team is so good. Nick's and Diego. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. That Man, came that from guy's my, a rock star. Super. Absolutely. Yeah, super. How did you form the team around you and what are the hires you guys made yeah. to get that done? Well, Nick's is one of the, the big ones yeah. for okay. sure early on. Uh, I think we got, we were lucky because... Um, Within KMC, there was a small, like, two people that, okay. were, that was working on this product. Okay. Um, the engineers. The engineer, okay. yeah. The, one, one especially talented engineer. Right. And then one um, especially talented payroll person. Pay- payroll and HR expert. Okay. The one um, who goes to the, pays the eight, eight, eight hour, the, right, the eight, overtimer. Uh, <laughs> well, the yeah, overtimer. well, this one was selling, onboarding, doing <laughs> yeah. everything. Are support. you fucking kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Owen, Owen uh, yeah. did everything with us. <laughs> wow. But yeah, so we started with that, that team. It was like the two of them and the two of us. And, okay. then, and then just slowly, slowly grew the team from there. And then, because so again we had an unfair advantage i would right. say because we had this fully fleshed out product that okay. was solving a known pain point for yeah. a by that time by 2015 KMC had over 600 employees what? so yeah so we had like so we knew wow. we, we had this like pretty fleshed out product that right. worked really well for a medium sized business yeah um, great test bed great yes. test bed man correct, correct. so we hit the market we kind of hit the ground running that way we took these two resources us um, we went out to customers. Like the, the major hurdle in the early days was right. like changing the software, which had been hard coded for one company, and, and oh, all the rules around one company. It, yes, yeah, to make it fit all. That Absolutely, was like, that was a pain. Alex did a ton there. So Alex came on as chief product officer. So she's the real like product mm-hmm. guru. Like she was doing all the wireframes in the early days, and like wow. talking with customers a lot. She and I would talk to customers. Wow, that's and, amazing. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then maybe we had a team of around eight. Eight okay. people, maybe in one intern, and then um, we decided to apply to an accelerator. Actually, that's when we um, which we got is accepted. so we got accepted at Accelerate Prize, okay, and then wow. we so where is this? Yeah, I've in, never uh, in San Francisco, so Silicon oh. Valley, and their whole thing is enterprise SaaS. So nice. we really like, like that whole mm-hmm. fit. Awesome. Um, and I think that from from there is really when it, it the the, the it. ball just really. Got rolling. Yeah. Awesome. What were the growth pains? Because here's the thing, too. You have a lot of competitors here. It's true. Yeah. Yep. So uh, one of your oh, my your competitor is my season one uh, sponsor, but they they didn't react <laughs> anymore. But I'm still care- <laughs> Peril Hero. Ah, ah Peril Hero. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. Uh, I was gonna say they were huge when we started. Right. They were huge. They were the. Yeah, and then I again, I don't know what happened, right? Yeah, mm. so that was back. like, yeah, that was a major source of insecurity for me. Yeah, um, because here we were, we had no funding, uh-huh. we had a product that was similar to, I mean, it was solving this, it's a very different product, but solving yeah. the same pain points exactly as payroll hero mm-hmm. who had a million dollars in funding which yeah. i thought at the time was like an astronomical exactly yeah. back things, in the day right? like holy yeah. shit yeah. Yeah. right, right. Like, holy shit right. like walden chu is up on stage with this amazing presentation of of the product exactly. like i remember watching it being, being like wow how are we ever going to compete? <laughs> exactly. How are we ever going to compete? And here we were, here were like eight people in a box, right. and then just yeah. like l- never looking out the window. We didn't right. know what was we there. No we were just yeah. n- no marketing. This wow. is pre next days. Okay, <laughs> we had no marketing. The core. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was just like like yeah, us working under a rock. Um, yep. But but I think that time, 
I mean, I don't know. I guess you have to have faith. Well, I guess what it was was I really said, uh, and I think you have to say this as a startup founder, there is no plan B. And you, you've heard this before. Like, there is no other option. We're just going to do this until somebody proves to me that we're failing like, or have failed. And we will. Just, if it takes us going into a brick wall, you know, that's what it does. But, Absolutely. But, yeah, so we, we, we just kept at it. Plan B is to make plan A work. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's right. It. <laughs> that's right. right. Okay. Now, how did you scale? I mean, there's, there's what it is. I know there, you, you've seen the, the competition, but you went through, through the roof. Yeah. Mm. Kickstart came in like, wow, who are these guys? It's yeah. like, oh, they're everywhere. It was so funny because yeah. our first meeting with Kickstart, like we were so... We were back from um, from Silicon Valley, and they're yeah. like, "How come we've never heard of you?" Because yeah. um, yeah, again for the longest time, our whole plan to go to to Silicon Valley was not really to raise funds or to do anything like that. It was because we wanted mentorship, um, and we didn't know where to get it from the Philippines. Like, think of enterprise SaaS yeah. mentors here. It was just really hard for us. So yep. we said, "Okay, let's apply." So we applied at Y Combinator. Oh, they flew, yeah, mm-hmm. they blew, They flew Patrick in. Um, I know that I stayed, and then, yeah. and then we got rejected. Yeah, again, a there's story. a high. They have a lower. Them. I mean, they have a lower acceptance rate than Harvard. Then, yeah. yeah, but get this: that's on the first stage. Right. So if you get through that. The acceptance rate is fifty percent. So from the oh, interview stage, they accept fifty percent. So here we were; we had gotten through like the five percent stage. Right, right, right. And we were like, "Yes, fifty percent. There's no way we can get rejected." And then boom! I mean, and then boom! Oh, you know, we rejected. got the rejection letter from Jessica Livingston because she was the one, right, one right, of the right. people who um, who were in the panel, and we were wow. like, "Oh my god, that's Jessica Livingston!" And then wow. we got her rejection letter. But you know, to this day. <laughs> I use that in some of my talks around learnings around yeah. starting a startup. It yeah, was really, sure. yeah, she really said, you know, for a startup to succeed initially, you need to be deep and narrow and not try to be everything for everybody. And, you know, we really screwed up in the interview because we had said we're solving HR, payroll, and and we have a recruitment tool that was in beta. Uh, yeah. And so they're like, oh, our recruitment. Yeah. Too much, too many for too soon. Correct, yeah. Yeah. correct. Soon. Yeah, right. and so we really... We really took that to heart, and I think that that's something that you know I I still tell founders now that really deep and narrow, and that's so hard in a country where there are so many problems. Your clients Super. are like clamoring for and you to build mindset everything. Wise, yeah. It's a sari sari store yes, mentality. Yes, you want to have Toyo, Suka, whatever, Turon, Lumpia, and clients want you to have it. Right. And clients want you to have it, right. and so. It was like such discipline for us to say, okay, we're gonna stick to these two and really, really go deep, deep and really yeah. solve the pain points. So we put our recruitment tool on hold because of that, and you know, I think that we've that that really has helped us in, in helped gaining us. market share. Yeah. Market share and also funding is that would that be a fair uh, thing to say? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Maybe. Well, so after we got rejected from YC, then we said, let's look for another one that, that we really like. Okay. And so Accelerprice was one of those where we really had a good dynamic with okay. a um, with a founder, with a manager, yeah, right, managing right. director. Um, and so we went. That was maybe one of the hardest things we've ever had to do because we had two kids. We wow. had By that time, we had around 40, 40. employees here Jeez, in Manila. Are you kidding me? So wow. we went there for four months. 
I didn't Who was know running how to the cook. show? I didn't yeah, know how right? to cook. I didn't know how to cook. I was like, that was my biggest problem. Oh my God, how was going to feed my family? Um, Chick-fil-A all day. Yeah, that's right. But um, it I'm was... Not, I'm not living the American dream. <laughs> <laughs> Chipotle, Chick-fil-A, and Panda Express. There's three choices. Yeah, so, so imagine during the day, we would do the program, meet with our mentors, right. and then um, get home, do the laundry, cook dinner, put the kids to bed, and then at around 10 p.m. we would we would call Manila and, and we would be, would be we would be in yeah we would be working Jet with the team jet every day yeah until like 3 a.m. and then the God. kids would get get up at 6 so oh, we had God. we had zero sleep for four for four months mm-hmm. period wow that was intense but super, fun wow. but super fun right yeah we and you also it's like a, think of it like a family vacation too you mm-hmm. know yeah. it's like you know. we flew out our top our top managers at right. different parts of the camp. Nix was one of the people oh, came nice, out. Nice. Um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun and a lot of like, really intense work. I think that. a lot of learn a lot of learning there that we really applied here. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Super. Super. Okay. Now, question in terms of setbacks. Did you have any type of setback that you uh, or big fuck ups that you guys had uh, uh, when you? Shucks, I was going to talk about YC. Yeah, but we yeah already talked about it's true. It. Yeah. So one one of those is really YC. But YC was like again, again. That's not really all within your control. It's not a setback, yeah. but it's 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 like um, you know you you have the psychology of a founder, and especially in the very early days, you're like very insecure, and you're kind of thinking. Man, if YC, the number one accelerator in the world, is putting their stamp of approval on us, like, this is freaking gold. Yep. Um, and so you're kind of like, you build up a lot of hope, and then they, then they crush it. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, that, I, that one was tough for me. Uh, but, you know, everybody deals with it their own way. Yeah. I had a buddy in San Fran. I, I went out with him. We got super wasted. Uh, burrito wasted. Like, <laughs> Dude, they have huge burritos. Fucking <laughs> yeah. shit, that's like a foot long, right? The girth on that one is not even funny, right? The burrito, right? Oh yeah, yeah. this is yeah. crazy. So, and then you know, the next day I felt better. Wow. <laughs> every, but I had to have Wait. one blowout to be like, you know what? Yeah. Screw this. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, go out and then and then felt better. But yeah, that was that was a, that was kind of a tough spot. Um, I think overall, it's been. I would say not. We haven't had like a, a like a setback where we've we've had to say like, oh my gosh, our our business is gonna right. fail. But you had like that. great foundation. That's what mm. I would say because it came from a product that you're already using in KMC. Yeah, and productized scaled it. Super. Like we had a we had a really unfair advantage that way. Like Absolutely. We built this thing. It was already robust. We hit the market. Um, and then, and then, yeah, just kept. And you had a pushing. great use case. Mm-hmm. People sell fucking hypotheses all Correct. the time. Mm. Yeah. Like, here's yeah. my idea, blah, yeah. blah, blah. It's my prototype. Vaporware, yeah. Right. I think where we, where we got lucky, because uh, I wasn't savvy enough at the time to, to think through this too much, I okay. think, was we were solving a need uh, as opposed to a nice to have. And that, yes. that's like, at the end of the day, that's one of the most critical things for a startup to succeed is like, Focus on something that people can't live without versus something that they just kind of want. Uh, so, so in that sense, mm-hmm. I think we got lucky. Product market fit, right yeah. There. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, now let's take our last break, and when we come back, let's talk about the money. 
and mm-hmm. uh, paying it forward to yeah. all the people listening to it because this is such an amazing episode. I love the energy. I'm pretty sure people are hooked by this time, but stay, <laughs> just stay put and listen to the ads because we got to pay the sponsors. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that more after the break. Hey, Hustlers, it's time to talk business once again, and we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup. Because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions for liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey Hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Pilipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoostTime deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn Earn in flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, Hustlers, I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels, giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, 
buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. DragonPay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit DragonPay is. DragonPay was named Fintech of the Year at last year's Philippine Fintech Festival in 2023. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer, trust DragonPay. And we're back from the final part with Alex and uh, Patrick Gentry of Sprout. Okay, so guys, let's talk money now. Mm-hmm. All right. Congratulations for raising $6 million. <laughs> Thanks. That's rare. I don't know. I, I don't, you're in a league of your own uh, for how, that, those people that raced. Dude, a million well, a small, is already too much. Smaller league, maybe. Yeah, I know. You're, you're the Mount Rushmore now, or at least. <laughs> no, because I don't know. I, I can There's some there. Probably Caliber. Yeah, so, Caliber. Uh, um, M Clinica. Again, Kickstart Company. Coins. Coins. Exit. Uh, right there. Um, so, yeah. the, there's a common denominator. There's a couple. Right? Yeah, there is. Good job, Kickstart. Kickstart. Yeah. Again, thank you to yeah. Pia Bernal for giving the shout-out. Because yeah. I've been wanting yeah, to get the out, these guys. Yeah. Um, to, to getting, I'm not alone, but I'm the dead alone. There you go. I'm, I'm at the back where, where Kuya stores all his stuff. <laughs> the backyard. Uh, I love those guys who burn. No, and then they're real. And again, I've had Minette on the show. Nice. And uh, earlier during the year, and we talked about what it was like mm-hmm. when a startup failed. Mm. Nice. Uh, we, dude, uh, we were almost in tears. Mm. And your guy, Ashraf, uh, was yeah. there. I was like, dude, don't watch us crying. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he was like, hi, are you guys doing a podcast? <laughs> like, dude, yeah, you can see it, right, bro? <laughs> oh, that's, so that's about right. Because you were doing this event at the main area in Sprout. Uh, I mean, yeah. in, in Kickstart. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but this guy did. breaks my. <laughs> oh my gosh! You break my buzz. So we were getting emotional. Oh, are you doing a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're right in the middle of it. Oh right. Gosh, that's funny. <laughs> that is funny. But okay, um, how does one raise a six million dollar Series mm. A fund? Mm. Not a lot of people, at least in this country, mm. has reached Series A because people always die in between seed to Series A because of premature scaling. Yeah. You know, that's, that's right. where people fuck this up a lot because yeah. they think they have so much money, they make it rain. Yeah. Next thing they know, nah uh, right? Mm. They did. Mm-mm. How did you guys get to el- to be eligible Mm-mm. to raise a Series A? So um, I think that comes down to maybe our backgrounds. Okay. Uh, so Alex is from a very small, like she was employee number one in a startup. Yep. Uh, before Sprout, uh, I was in a company where we bootstrapped uh, all the way through. So wow. I, and if, especially that experience was was kind of critical. I think because yep. like we were bootstrapped. So and we bootstrapped a business from zero to. Like last year, a private equity company invested, I don't know, I don't know if they've disclosed. X amount, anyway, whatever. Over a billion into the company, what? right? A lot, right? A lot. I'm freaking out. For, Holy for, fucking shit. For a portion of ownership. Just a portion. Just not a portion. A, not even no, just a, a fucking acquisition. Just a portion. So, wow. so we grew that business a lot. Um, from, and always bootstrapping. So I, yeah. I was used to keeping a, like, bit, look, at the end of the day, 
And this is something that I think startups need to get their mind around. Uh-huh. Like you are building a business. You need to have good business fundamentals. And um, what are those fundamentals that you need? Because you can always say, I need the fundamentals. I need, mm-hmm. I, am I good in accounting? Unit <laughs> economics. Yeah, unit super, economics. Super, super. Watch okay. your unit Let's economics. Let's deep dive on that. Like well, unit economics mm-hmm. in terms of metrics, you know your cost to the to That's the right. detail, to the very last shit, man right. hours, whatever yeah. the fuck it is. Yeah. What What are those for you? The new unit economics or so like for so unit economics will really depend on the business. For okay. for SaaS, um, okay. the things we super look out for is your LTV to CAC. Yeah. And your lifetime value to your customer Just acquisition. A cock. Yeah. CAC. Okay. Well, not <laughs> you don't get CAC blocked. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. it's customer acquisition cross and lifetime value of each yeah. customer. Yeah. Right. That's one of those things. Um, churn, like in SaaS. Your churn, yeah. You live and die by churn. Um, yeah. And that was something that we like watched like a hawk. And just like we over-invested and we just spent so much time making our clients happy. Because in the early days, we were all, every contract was month to month. So at oh. any time, a, co- a client could just cancel it. Right. We didn't do annual. In the, There's no it, continuity. Yeah, we and then you're left long. with this team because right. you scale elastically a lot as you grow, right? Mm. And then your costs are fixed. Yeah. In order to serve that, right? Mm-hmm. Any bis- any enterprise or B two B would have that. And then mm-hmm. if you churn and there there's a lot of attrition because yeah. they leave Mm-mm. and there's no security for you, what you going to do? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not like it's easy to close a B two B contract. The life yeah. cycle of a closed lead. It's very long to, from for us. Yeah. Pitch to close. That's right. Takes months. Yeah, that's right. So imagine you hire the resources, you spend time training them, then you deploy them in the field. They start pitching and then they close deals. That that is like six months. So your investment is like six months of any kind of revenue. So you yep. have to be super conscious of that kind of thing. Um, so we we kept, I think what allowed us to raise Series A is that we didn't get, um, we've been pretty capital efficient. We, right. didn't, we didn't get too carried away. We only raised, in the seed round, we raised 1.6 million. Right. Um, and we that's a big. That's a big seed for a Filipino company. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. It's not, maybe in, in the higher and Dude, for yeah. Philippine companies. So putting things in perspective, a YC company that got invested on recently, PayMongo, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. got around two, three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's coming out of the valley. Mm-hmm. Right? From a local one, one point six. That's huge, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um yeah, I guess. Yeah, so really watching unit economics. I think one thing that we that we really did early on was that we did things that don't scale. Mm. I mean, this is Paul Graham, you know, talking yep. through us. Yeah. Uh, YC. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, you have YC blood still. <laughs> yeah. Do things so, that don't scale. What yeah. does that mean? Well, so I think a lot of startups get kind of trapped in trying to build you know, the perfect product, the perfect processes right from the get-go. Like, okay, is is our architecture going to be okay if one million people hit the system all at the same time when you only have five people hitting the system? I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah you're really solved for problems that are there. Um, yep. Yeah, solve for today's yeah, problems. Go. This goes back to Patrick and, and Churn. Right. So we really, really spent a lot handheld clients, really took care of our clients. And sometimes you got to also... Yeah. Bend over backwards, backwards a little more, just to not lose them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then again, mm-hmm. the biggest problem of them all. Mm. And please say amen if you <laughs> fucking agree. People don't fucking pay on time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me. Yeah. My yeah. fucking god. We just had a meeting about this. Ooh. This morning. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know today. what it is. <laughs> That's right. Your fucking AR that invoice has been yeah. sitting on your shit yeah, for months right. now. I don't yeah. know why you're not paying. Classic. So funny. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, do things that don't go like uh, I think one one of the lessons of that philosophy is like basically having a really keen focus on what problems to solve. Uh, so like don't solve for a problem that you don't have yet because you can't afford to as a startup. Yeah. Correct. Like and uh, for us we were always solving for growth and retention every time. How do we grow faster? How do we keep all of our clients? Mm-hmm. Um, how do we get clients on board faster? Because like HR and payroll, Got it. It's yeah. a whole, there's a whole onboarding game there that's like really tough to play. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Absolutely. Okay, now question about building teams because now you also, here's the, the one that I'm really impressed with. Your investor had a community development guy. You got him to work. Got him from Kickstart to work with you, yeah, Alex Alabiso. Again, <laughs> shout out, and I'll tell you now why Alex is such a crucial part to how I was. Mm-hmm. When Party File was dying, my my first startup, mm-hmm. I was already like you know uh, I ran out of moves, mm-hmm. no money, no people, whatever. It's like, dude, I'm so down. I don't know what to do. I was mm-hmm. smoking like three, four, five cigarettes in in the back of Kickstart when you can still do that back then. Um, <laughs> And we were smoking. I was like, "Dude, I don't know what to do. I'm done. I'm like, I'm, I don't know. I'm mm. just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm at wit's end." Yeah. And Alex just says, "Just write it down. Mm-hmm. You know, just like it's normal. Just write it down. That's a good one. Just write it down. Just write it down. Just a true Philly guy. No, yeah. but just write it down and don't, yeah. don't do, don't post it, whatnot, or mm-hmm. don't, don't share it. Yeah. I wrote it down, put it on Medium." Mm-hmm. The 13th lesson from Startup Purgatory. Mm-hmm. I wrote my heart out. I was mm-hmm. crying when I fucking read, mm-hmm. r- wrote mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. All the failures that I did. Mm-hmm. It got viral. Somebody mm-hmm. fucking dug it up. Huh. And I was part of that list in 2016 of the part the startups that died that year. That's like mm-hmm. the list you don't ever want to be part of. Yeah. Right? But because of that, I also accepted my failure faster mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I wrote it down. Yeah. So again, thank you, Alex. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. very cool. That's a good shout out. Yeah. Wisdom from wisdom. Alex A. With a yeah. fill of wisdom. From Philly. <laughs> wrote it down. Philly. <laughs> okay, so how are you now able to find better people to keep forward? How, because, you know, sometimes the core team is not what you need to skin. Mm-hmm. Correct. How are you able to identify those and how do you get them on board? Good question, and I don't think I'm an expert. To be honest, I don't think I'm as good as I should be. But I, again, I would say we got kind of lucky with like Nick's, with Alex, with yeah. With, with, with Alex, it was like uh, we, we it, that was a bait and switch. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, hey, can you just come in like one or two hours a week and do some <laughs> consulting with us? That's yeah. it. That's it. Yep. And then we slowly were like, you know what? Maybe you can do like 10 hours. Isn't that week. what you do with the other Alex too? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Maybe that's my MO. I guess that's what I'm really good at. <laughs> Any <laughs> Alex, I can beat and switch you. Slowly, slowly lure them in. Just like, like a like And a they're in too deep. Horse. I think oh, the God. things that resonate with, um, with, yeah. uh, with people is, so initially, early days, we were just solving a problem, right? Okay. It's HR and payroll. And even, you know, to be honest, Patrick and I were like, 
are we really gonna be HR and payroll people? Because we're not. We're tech people. Right. We're not mm-hmm. HR and payroll people. So we're solving a need. Um, but then we decided to, you know, it's time for us to really pin down our North Star. Okay. And I think that the that really Sprout's whole trajectory changed when mm-hmm. we decided mm-hmm. that we were here to impact the life of every Filipino by improving business in the Philippines. Wow. Um, and because of that, we got a lot of people, you know, really kind of rallying with us for that mission. Mm-hmm. I think okay. that's huge. Um, so, you know, one is culture. It's like a startup, fun place to work, etc. But also that we're, and, and, you know, we have this every month. We have a GA every month, wherein the message is the same, but I th- we think that it's important so that everybody in the company really know it. Like, nice. yeah, everybody in the company knows that knows that North Star word for word for word. Yeah, knows awesome. North Star. No, we pull out like uh, I'll I'll try and pull out examples from sure. the month of like people who have exemplified this mm. okay. um, for our core values. When okay. it comes to our core values, yeah, uh, yeah I think uh, th- things like when when people see that they super they super respond like ev- it's it's rare for a company in the philippines to have a a general assembly a town hall meeting every single month even when they're two like we're 270 employees today i like to do my town hall every week yeah mm, yeah. yeah yeah holy shit yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but again i'm very hands-on we have we're not there yet mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and, yeah yeah okay so what are what is the north star and what did you hammer down that everybody should know because when yeah. when everything knows it like it's the fucking bible or mm-hmm. like it's 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 like the alphabet Mm-mm. again it's easy to hammer on like oh what are her shit how did you do that and what did you actually uh, I'll, I'll i'll share a, okay i'll share a learning okay of ours. game game okay so we were growing the company um <clears throat> we were growing the business we we're at like 40 employees 60 employees we we're like putting the things in place we had these four kind of core values mm. that we referenced and they were kind of like general like one was we love the philippines like okay. we believe the philippines has talent and we want to build build up the talent and build up awesome awesome solutions for our market because we feel like all the best talent and solutions is exported right mm-hmm. um and so like one was that Another one was like now, now, now. The idea of hustle. No day, yep. but today. So like yep. no day but today. We're gonna do it right now. Yep. Um, no so mamayana. Yes. Yeah. Oh. So it was that whole hustle thing. Right. Uh, and we had these core four kind of loose values, and then and then we had the north star, which was really important, which is our our guiding light of you know impacting life of yep. every Filipino, right? Um, and so we were going the business, and then like man, we got to around a hundred employees, and just like shit was falling apart Shit like, hit the it was just like yeah. no. fucking terrible <laughs> like right. just like they were like we had we had everything some, was like breaking yeah everything was breaking no, because the, there's cliches now like, there's yeah. factions yeah. and you know like, the, 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 the dynamic yeah. was changing we had people come in that I had to get rid of a few people that, that were screwing up our culture that right. just really pissed me off right um, it was like you know, so and then we, so Alex actually saw the the three ten rule right from Rakuten. Mm. Okay, about, what is a three ten rule? So that their idea was basically uh, your business changes a lot in factors of three and ten. So from wow. zero to three employees, there's dramatic changes because now from a founder you have to delegate. Um, from three right. to ten, and then from ten to thirty, and thirty to a hundred, and yeah. we and it's crazy because it's it really it was. Really. We noticed that we actually noticed a similar thing around thirty employees, yeah. 
uh, and kind of weathered that. And then a hundred employees, like again, shit was just like I'm at thirty now. Uh, yeah, and yeah. shit's falling apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it happens. You kind of have to reorder because. I think right, 30 wow. is where you start at. You have to add one layer, right? right. I, think, I think in all of these places is where you're having to add layers of management that you never had to right. before and things get more distributed and messages get more dis- more screwed up from the telephone game. And there's you know? cohorts as well. Yeah, you know, there's cohorts. The people yeah, there's the that know your, 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 your initial... North Star, Mm-mm. you can't assume that the other ones would say, ah, they'll get it. Yeah, yeah. that's know? right. You have Super. to re-preach it again. Yes. Super. Yeah. So I think, so one of the things that we found was um, we, I, I found this 40-second clip on YouTube from one of the founders of HubSpot. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was awesome. Okay, what did it say? Uh, this guy was talking, he, he basically said, look, your culture, like, because I was, a, a, a victim of this too, I think, or uh, I don't know, ignorant of this also. Okay. Like you, as a startup founder, you kind of think like, oh, this is our culture and it's like the core of our business and it's the bedrock that we've built this company on and it's and never going to change. it's never going to change, change yeah. and we're going to fight, you know, tooth and nail to keep it as it is. Yeah. Okay. And, that's not, and that's not realistic. Okay. Like the culture you have as a 10-person company is not the culture you have as a 1,000-person company. Like, no. no. So he really was saying, look, Treat culture like a product, which is cool because he's a product guy, and I, su- yeah. I, I super go. You're, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he was saying, you know, treat it like a product, wherein basically you talk to your stakeholders. In this yeah. case, these are your employees. You know, you get their ideas, then you build it, and then you iterate on it. So it's wow. not something that is static. rigid and yeah. static. So like your product, it doesn't, you know, you don't, you don't right. build and then stop building. It okay. has to evolve and Got you it. need to get fast feedback and really just treat it like, like a software product, which is awesome. And I think for mm-hmm. us, that, that really kind of settled where, you know, it's okay for our culture to change. Mm-hmm. And, um, and but values are different, though. The values are the same. So... We so we took so that was part of it. We yeah. we did this big like this big survey and we did this big roundtable with with everybody in the company and we really talked about um, what our company meant, what Sprout means to us, and what our like we we said. Look, we need to change our we need, we don't need to change our core values, but we need to grow them because these yeah. four loose kind of um, sometimes they're mis mis. Yeah, they were like, like mm. they were misunderstood. Like, let's say, okay, somebody is being rude to another manager, but but they say, what? Or no, 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 fast, 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 right? Yeah, or like somebody would prove something really shitty, (laughs) and they'd be like, well, I did it really quickly. It's now, now, now. It's like, okay, but so just really same foundations, but just a little bit more more structured Mm -hmm. and a little bit more more refined and more detailed. We came up with seven core values from there, and Um, then we created the pledge. Yeah, there's a pledge. pledge. Oh okay. yeah, three p.m. pledge, like oh, a cult. Wow, like a cult. <laughs> wow, that's right. <laughs> Run it like a cult. So, that's right. <laughs> what are those values? If you don't mind me sharing, because this is something, especially if you know, a lot of startups will probably come to this episode and say, "Ah, mm-hmm. this is how you run a hundred person yeah. team." You know, mm-hmm. especially you know, these are all new to us. Mm-hmm. I'm at thirty now, and things are different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. three years in, things are different. Yeah, well, like we look, we didn't have to formalize this so much until yeah. we hit around 100. I think we I think it's okay to run pretty fast and loose for a long time, but but because you're really trying to be as nimble as you can and, okay. and all of this, but but we had to start formalizing things okay. and just be more formal about our values yeah. and stuff. Yeah, right? so our values are 
It's like a plant. It's like yeah, a sprout. it's a tree. Okay. It's a tree. Yeah, it's a tree or a sprout. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. okay. Patrick okay. does this every GA. So I love right. it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love Go. It. So, like, imagine, like, the roots of the plant, the, right. what, what's kind of feeding the plant uh, are the roots, right? That's the that's the Fertilizer, base. the shit. That's the base, okay. All right. right? Okay. The roots. These, okay. like, deep roots. Right. Um, and we're rooted in leadership and passion. Like at the fundamental level, we look in new hires because somebody asked me, what do you look for in new hires? And I said, ah, you know, to be honest, even if somebody's not a fit for the position I'm interviewing them for, if they're a fit for Sprout, I will hire them and find a place for them. True. And the things kind of the really basic stuff that I look for are leadership qualities and passion, passion for what they're doing. Got it. Um, so that was like the, the roots. Um, we really look for people who come in and run the, their team or run their, right. themselves as if they were the owners of the company. Regardless of their position. Because yeah, people regardless. always look at, what's my title? Yeah. 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 You don't what, need the titles to be a leader. Yeah, yeah. JD, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. Right? No, because it's, 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 dude, influence mm. can be done anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, 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 it's your true. circle of influence. And again, yeah. how to win friends and be influential yeah. and all yeah. that. I forgot if that's the right title. Yeah. How, how to win but, yeah. friends and influence people. Yeah. There. So there. like um like like passion like I look kinda, I kind of look for people who think of their job as their craft you know yes. like like Nick San Diego yes. like marketing is like his craft dude he shits marketing yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like he right. breathes it Wet you know so right. you look for people like that mm-hmm. um so leadership and passion and then you have the trunk now the trunk of the tree is like the Foundation. the immovable right. yeah. rigid like yep. this will not. Change. Be compromised, right. or mm-hmm. like this is solid. Um, and for that, it's integrity and respect. Oh, amen. So, yeah. So just like doing, so integ- we're huge on integrity and sprout, bas- which is basically doing the right thing, right? Yes. Um, even if it's hard. Yeah. Yes. Even if it's hard, even if no one's watching, you oh. do the right thing. It's like for us in payroll and HR, with the kind of data that we have, oh, that's man. incredibly vital. Correct. Right? Um, so integrity and respect. Respect is like, don't be fucking late to a meeting. Yeah, you know that's respect, basic, right? Yeah. Because that's that's respecting the people who are who are who yeah. who you've invited to the meeting, who, are, who or who have invited you to the meeting. Like, show sure. up, be on time, be prepared, yep. have a have like a solid meeting, end it on time. You know, like really simple things we reinforce with respect, right? Um, and then after uh, integrity and respect, yeah, after the trunk, you have the branches. Okay, right? okay, so the, the branches. branches are like these. Like these spindly things, they wave in the right, wind. Right. They're very dynamic. They mm-hmm. move around a lot. Um, so the the branches are agility and innovation. Nice. Yeah. So we want to be like we we teach agile across every department nice. in the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, like agile principles, for example, DSM Trump. things like that. Yep. Yeah, just like some simple stuff that translates well. We okay. we really take across departments. Yeah. Okay. So we're an agile company, not just. Our development team, right? Mm-hmm. No, it's Even good. Even our marketing yeah. team, our mm-hmm. HR teams, do it in sprints yeah. and whatnot. That's very important. Mm-hmm. And the leaves, and then the leaves, yeah. So right. then the leaves, like the the thing that makes a tree beautiful, makes a tree a tree, right? Is the leaves, and right. that's the most important part. And so that's our customers. So very so customer amazing. Yeah. Whoever thought of this should get a raise. That was a whole team effort. Wow. Yeah. Like that we, is beautiful. All of our leaders participated in this. Nice. It was really cool. So, so Yun, so we came out with that. <laughs> I'm just, wait, I'm just chuckling. You're so full of heat already. <laughs> yeah, so, Yun. so Yun. So we came out with that. You know, um, we, we, we created the pledge, which was a distillation of all of those values into a single um, long sentence. And then we 
um, we forced it down everybody's we, we throat. Brainwashed, we brainwashed <laughs> our company. Every cult. 3 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, every 3 p.m. the entire company would stand up and recite the pledge together. That is amazing. But again, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. But again, you know, for that has changed now. So it's yeah. yeah. For a while, we were doing it every day, and then just recently, we're doing it every GA. Okay, yeah, that's good. Just At least this repetition also yes. is important to yeah. drill it down. Oh, yeah. But you know, it was like one of those things. Even when we launched it, we said, look, we're not going to do this forever. We're n- we aren't actually a cult. Yeah. But, um, Somehow. That's <laughs> what know. cults say. That's a very culty thing yeah. to say. <laughs> we're I not a it. cult. Right? <laughs> that's hilarious. Classic line of every cult. We're not a cult. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay, maybe secretly we're a cult, but we're not saying that we're a cult, okay? We're not there yet. Okay. Um, oh, they'll find out after <laughs> listening to this episode. <laughs> Yeah. You narc yourself yeah, out. Seriously. Oh my god! So we knew we wouldn't say it forever, but but we said we need something radical to like reinforce. This is w- what it means to be sprout yeah. talaga, even right. if we're a hundred. Yeah. So I, we really said um, in the next GA when we actually when we had formed all this, right. I said, guys, we need this kind of core to take us from a hundred to a thousand. We've we've gone from zero to a hundred with the. Kind of those four loose, loose values, et cetera. Yeah. We've transformed them. We've grown them. Now we have values to take us from 100 to 1,000. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Again, guys, mm-hmm. I know you're busy. Mm-hmm. But I have to wrap this baby up. So thank, thank you very you. much again for so being <laughs> in Hustle Share. So what, what's next for you guys before I wrap this baby up? Well, what's next for you if they want to reach out, they want to sign up for Sprout mm-hmm. after now knowing what's in this fucking tree? How, how do they sign up and how do they reach out to you? Oh, it's so easy. Sprout.ph. Uh-huh. That's it. Whether you're looking for a, looking to join an awesome company or whether you're looking to fix your HR and payroll. There you go. That's the that's the spot. But what's, what are, what's next? I mean, you've raised six, point, mm-hmm. six million. Mm-hmm. Well, what you going to do with that money, bro? Yeah, so... Yeah. We're super focused on the Philippines. Okay. Uh, I think that's like the big question that everybody has. Oh, are you going overseas? Right. We're not. Um, yeah. We're focused on this market. And I think that's awesome because that's six million just for this market. Yeah. That's great. Like that's we tell all enough. of our clients, you know, like yeah. imagine we have six million to grow our offerings for you. I mean, yeah. we're super That's double downing on, on what you already have. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Appreciate that. All right, guys, before I wrap this baby up again, thank you, uh, Pat and Alex for, for getting this done. But before we wrap this baby up, follow us in whatever podcast app you're listening to, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. But don't forget to give us a rating if there is because we need that too, you know, just yeah, like, a, like nice. a tree. You need to nurture it. <laughs> and, and for the show notes or any kind of jargon, we can also slip in the, the clip that you did about HubSpot. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll put that in the show notes on hustleshare.com. Sure. And then again, if you want first dibs on who we're going to be asking and how we're going to ha- have on the show, go to the Hustle Share community on Facebook. And lastly, before we wrap this baby up, uh, if you need anything in terms of questions and whatnot, message us in our chatbot at m.me slash hustleshare, powered by chatbot BH. Again, Pat and Alex, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Ron. And I'll see you guys yeah. in the next episode. Peace.